0: This is Shadowcast Radio.
1: Hello friends and family of Shadowcast Radio. We're here with you today on this... Uh, Um, hopefully, monumental Sunday in which we wanted to bring you a special episode. And this is your host, Owen Brazington.
0: Preston Ackerman, Nathan Brazington.
1: And we actually had a reason for uh, releasing a special ep this Sunday. Um, I don't know if you have heard much of the news going around, but Canada has passed a bill. It's uh, their C4 conversion therapy bill. That they passed, and uh, it is a direct affront to religious freedoms, mm-hmm. and so we're we're going to get into that a little bit, but we wanted to release a short podcast episode this week uh, in in unison with churches all across Canada, but not only across Canada, mm-hmm. also churches in the us mm-hmm. that are going to specifically address biblical sex, sexuality. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we're doing this is because this is now illegal mm-hmm. in Canada. As of January 7th, we had, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> this is incredible, mm-hmm. but, uh, they unanimously passed a bill that made it illegal to bring up, uh, biblical wisdom addressing, uh, sexuality Mm -hmm. so this was actually this c4 bill was fast-tracked through the house and senate by the conservative conservatives not Mm -hmm. by the liberals Mm -hmm. but it was the conservatives who made this move Mm -hmm. and not a single mp uh, much less professing christian mp member uh, voted against this bill wow and what this what this essentially does it it's it's a bill now that has become law that says if you counsel someone to order their lives in line with biblical sexuality you are a criminal by law and you could face 5 years in prison criminal for this. charges and so this not only affects the church who speaks out against uh mm-hmm. um uh, homosexuality mm-hmm. or anything that goes or is a front to biblical sexuality, mm-hmm. but it also impacts the Christian counselor and even more so probably are the parents. So if they have children that are sec- or struggling with sexual identity, mm-hmm. they cannot counsel them against mm-hmm. uh, anything that could be considered conversion therapy.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because th- that they use that sort of language to paint to paint the bill, because uh, there's been all these scary stories, you know, conversion therapies with shock therapy and trying to change your quote sexual orientation using these sort of extreme methods. And unfortunately, that's it, it's an, it's 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 an interesting sort of marketing ploy there to use that verbiage for the name of this bill, because really, it's 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 a bit of a um, it, it, that's not quite what Christians believe in terms of a. Um, Like shock therapy to you know shock the gay out of you or whatever that might be. I don't think that's a Christian position, and unfortunately, just through the naming of the bill, Christians though unfortunately might have other answers toward uh, this issue. But you know, it's not conversion therapy as one might think it is. Well,
1: and another another shocking aspect of this C four bill is that even if someone seeks out. Biblical counsel regarding sexual issues, Yeah, uh, it's illegal for anyone to offer advice, even if they consent to being offered biblical yeah. advice. It's still illegal. Yet, on the flip side, wow. if uh, there is no penalty against uh, a doctor that recommends uh, a transgender surgery or homosexuality groups that mm-hmm. uh, encourage them on, that is not illegal. It's only one-sided. Wow. And so this should be a major concern Absolutely. not only to all Canadians but even to us here in the United States mm-hmm. that this is a path that we might we not are be too far down. behind. Yep, we are not too far behind.
2: Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. When you think about it, it, is there an issue right now of of just widespread culture speaking down on this group? No. Like culture's no. already yeah. culture's already taken that side. There's no question. Yeah. And yeah. if you look at Higher education, or even the political sphere, mm-hmm. for the most part, is there huge pushback against uh, this lifestyle that goes against biblical truth and and uh, principles? No, they're, it's they're already in normalized. That camp. Yep. And so, therefore, who is left that this is actually targeting? And I think it's wise to see through that mm-hmm. to say, Absolutely. no, this is very much targeting. Biblical Christianity yep. and the church, and it is a way that now we can actually bring criminal charges and imprison mm-hmm. pastors that would speak truth, mm-hmm. um, or even, as you said, the counselor Counselors or the parent. Or parents. And so yep. I mm-hmm. think that this is very clearly, like, it's it's a very shoddy facade, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not even that disguised. It's definitely an attack on the church and yep. religious freedom, and it's it's a way of saying you must conform. Yep to what culture has decided. It's just another going back to the garden. We want to decide what's right and wrong in our own eyes. We don't want to take God's standard. We don't want to submit to his authority. And so now they're saying you must also submit to our standard of truth and authority Mm -hmm. as opposed to God's. And you
1: you know what's funny? There's no real difference between this bill... And anti-conversion bills in Muslim crun- countries that mm-hmm. prohibit the conversion to Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's 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 simply when you break it down, it's an anti-conversion law.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, and they're they're both tyrannical, and they come from tyrannical beasts like rulers and institutions, which really shouldn't be a surprise to no, us. That's a, that's an entire yeah, biblical theme. It really shouldn't. Yeah. There's beastly nations that have beastly rulers, and they. Um, They don't live according to God's wisdom, God's righteousness. And uh, when you have people who don't conform to the wicked institutions, then there's likely going to be some lashback by a wicked government. And so we can very much see that and anticipate that. And so what's important for us as Christians is to understand that we uh, are citizens not of Canada by and large, at least ultimately, we're not citizens of the United States of America. Ultimately, we're citizens of another kingdom. That's right. And we always have to remember our true citizenship. Amen. Anytime we're a going through these, A better citizenship, yeah. a yep. more... Yep. yep. A, a, a righteous one. And so, um, fear not. I think all of us collectively, we need to be bold. I don't think, like you were saying, the United States is home free in this. No. We could probably be next. And so, we need to uh, exhibit a boldness in, in times where... It is completely normal. Lawlessness is becoming completely normalized, where righteousness is now unrighteousness, at least according to the government standards. So yep, we gotta, you know, we gotta understand our foundations here. We gotta understand the God we serve, and we gotta be willing to even give up our lives if that's what it means to that's serve right. Him Amen. in faithfulness. And, and so, part of our reason for having this special uh, episode on this particular
1: Sunday is that hundreds of pastors all across Canada and the United States here are going to be specifically speaking on biblical sexuality mm-hmm. in defiance of this tyrannical Amen. decree by the Canadian government yep. and yep. saying, well, if you're going to ban that, we are going to speak specifically on yeah. it and you will have to arrest every single one of us. And the, and this is a very real situation yeah. for Canadian pastors. Mm-hmm.
2: I would be surprised if some pastors don't go to jail. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yep,
0: I, I would be shocked. If so, pastors went to jail just from not closing their doors because of COVID, yeah. I very much anticipate yeah. that this is just another tier of potential. Absolutely, yep. yeah, potential.
2: So it is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And and please, as a church, we want to stand in unity, and we also want to just be praying for each other, praying for our brothers and sisters up there, because that is a real possibility that there'll be some families that their dad or their husband isn't isn't coming home Sunday. Mm-hmm. They're going to be yep. they're going to be headed to jail. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, be in prayer. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, uh,
1: all of the the staff here at Shadowcast Radio mm-hmm. uh, wants to make it very clear where we stand on this okay. this issue, and that it is absolutely a biblical issue. Okay. And so, we want to just take just uh, some time just to uh,
0: make this clear. Yep, we want to voice our support for all of our uh, faithful and orthodox brothers and sisters um, in Christ who believe in the biblical worldview, believe in biblical moral uh biblically upright sexual ethics we want to voice our support uh for you guys as you go through this trial that's
2: right and also i want to mention one last thing um as as jerr and i were traveling uh this last weekend we we were in a in an area where um there were a lot of young people and a lot of uh um a lot of people that were in in that scene of of homosexuality and and gender identity struggles and it made me really, it, it kind of broke my heart because I thought, you know, mm-hmm. it was one thing for people our age, we're getting kind of old, whatever, but there's a whole generation mm-hmm. that has now been raised in a culture where this has been normalized. Yep. And so yeah. as we do That's this, good. as we as we quickly go over the biblical model of sexuality, mm-hmm. we want to um, bring this knowing that there might be those, even of you out there listening, that are of a younger generation that this is not the norm. This is not what you've been taught by culture. It's not what you've seen. Um, And and so, uh, and that's never really been the case in the U S so this is a little bit of unknown time. So we just want to try to uh, quickly, but clearly uh, go over what is the biblical model for sexuality? And what better way
1: to do that than our kind of our show mantra is going back to the garden. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was this was before the fall when God made man mm-hmm. and woman. That's mm-hmm. right. And he designed woman to be the helper of man. Mm-hmm. And that was God's intention for his creation.
0: The, the ideal complement. Yes.
2: Yeah. I think we can look at first, I think there's two pieces to this. And I love what you said, Owen, about going to the garden, because you will find certain segments of... of um, believers that will try to do some scriptural gymnastics to, mm-hmm. you know, get get out of the biblical model of sexuality, because it's not, it, it is countercultural right now. Um, but there's no true mm-hmm. <laughs> biblical scholar that can that can get around that with doing without doing some major um, I Jesus mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and so but it's very easy if you just go to the garden we can look at just genesis one twenty six, and god said let us make humankind in our image and according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea over the birds of the heaven over the cattle mm-hmm. over everything and so uh, I'm paraphrasing right there, but in 27, it says, So God created humankind in his image, in the likeness of God. He created him, male and female. He created them. Mm-hmm. And so already we see very clearly distinction that God created male and God created female. Yep. And those were not up for They're not grabs. interchangeable. They yep. were not, or not they were by not, choice. They were mm-hmm. not choice. We were all created male. Or created female. And of course, we see that confirmed by our very DNA and biology and the mechanics of everything, how the reproduction works, all of those things. But, and then if you combine that with um, Genesis 2, um, it talks about uh, in 18, it says, Yahweh said, Yahweh God said, It's not good that man is alone. I will make for him a helper as his counterpart. Um, And so then we move on down and. Let's see, verse 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother, and shall cling to his wife, and they shall be as one flesh. And the man and his wife, both of them, were naked, and they were not ashamed. And so we see here God's Mm -hmm. clear plan for marriage. It's clearly one man, one woman... And in that verbiage that he will cling, and also in the one flesh, we see it's for life. And so we see God's plan is clearly he created male, he created female, and his plan for marriage is one man... One woman together for life. That's Amen. the biblical model yeah. in a nutshell. And any
1: other interpretation of marriage is not valid. That's right. Because God never left that open.
2: That's for correct for choice or discussion. And of course, this is expounded on in throughout the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. If anyone says, "Well, it changed in the New," nope, that's not accurate at mm-hmm. all. Um, but again, this is just the very basic, um, indisputable biblical evidence that this was yep. God's plan. It's very clear.
0: Yep, absolutely there's no way to get around it. And, and and even from the Old Testament into the New, it's it's clear that what what God's ideal intention is for marriage and to uh go any other way is to really pervert God's gifts of, of of sexuality, of pleasure, of uh intimacy, of covenant. Um when you when we decide to like you were talking about Nathan earlier, define good and evil according to our own wisdom, we don't treat sexuality as something that's um, to be held in high honor, but it's become lazada, lazadaisical. It's transactional now when we don't honor. Sexuality and how God defines it, then it really does become something that is not holy anymore, but selfish and, and, and oh, wicked. Absolutely. And so, we, we, this God is the inventor of marriage. God is the inventor of sex. God invented us, and it's clear and obvious as far as how that's supposed to operate, uh, both biblically and I think even biologically. And okay. so, friends, when we, uh, when we decide not to follow God, His, um, His definitions, the scriptures, then we descend into chaos, and that's there's right. there's no beauty, there's no order, there's no goodness when we are exiled out of the garden. So that's right.
2: And to our to our brothers and sisters out there, we're not um, we're not ignorant of the fact that that many in the church have or are struggling with mm-hmm. things of of the nature of same sex attraction or mm-hmm. uh, gender. Um, confusion, and especially in a culture that's telling yeah. you all those things are mm-hmm. not just okay, but good and, and recommended and for recommended. success. Yep. Yep. And so, we yep. just want to encourage you: if if those are things you are struggling with, mm-hmm. um, that there, God's truth doesn't change with culture, that's right. and Absolutely. there is there is Amen. freedom, there is forgiveness, there is yep. healing, and God's plan. Um, for each of us is amazing and beautiful, yep. and it's not going to look the exact same, yep. but there is absolute, as Preston said, you can't get around the basic yep. issue that in God, there is truth, there is joy, there yep. is peace. And in sin, the end of that road is always deceit, death. destruction, death. and death. It, there's no there's no other way that that road ends. That's right. Amen. That's and right.
1: I think of that passage that talks about, there's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. That's right. That's right. And that is that is the pathway that our culture is taking. You Absolutely. have seen where it is leading us. And so yep. this, when you rebel against God and his design, Amen. Uh, there can be nothing but destruction.
0: That's right. Uh, I'm reminded of Paul in First Corinthians chapter six verses nine and following this is This is what Paul had to say the inspired apostle, and this is what he wrote to the Church in Corinth in the first century, uh, or do you not know that the right that the excuse me, or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers nor men who practise homosexuality, um, nor thieves, nor the greedy nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. Absolutely. But Amen. you were washed. You I were love that sanctified. There. That's right. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Amen. Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So, friends, yeah. there is hope. You, we're not unique. No. Men and both, both men and women struggled in the past and struggled today. But, friends, we are sanctified. We are set apart by the Lord Jesus. Amen. We are part of. God's kingdom. We are a new Adam-like people, and we're being sanctified. We're being called to look and exhibit like the new Adam. And so we are to live lives that are righteous, because that is reflectant of our king that we are trying to exhibit and and resemble. And so, friends... Even though it's difficult and even though it's hard, we are called to be a consecrated, set-apart people who obey the voice. They obey the voice of God. Amen. Amen. I and over you and know above what? every one, other voice. One thing I, right.
1: I do want to point out is that it, we can all struggle with uh, um, rebelling against God's design for sexuality. That's right. But we yeah. as Christians have to remember – that he who is in me is greater than he who is in the That's
2: world. Right. That's right.
1: And when you talk about the world, you talk about the culture, all of that. Mm-hmm. We can find victory in Christ who works through us. Amen. And we are no longer slaves to, to sin. Right. And so these desires that keep on coming against us, mm-hmm. God has put his spirit inside of every Christian believer and has empowered us to overcome the temptation of sin. That's
0: right.
2: And also, we're we're not alone in any struggles that we have. We know that there's no temptation yeah. that has taken us. It isn't common to man. But God is faithful. He won't give us more than we can handle and he will provide a way of escape. That's right. And so I just encourage you, whatever your sin struggles are, as brothers and sisters, we need to be um mm-hmm. confessing those open, honest confession and truth and repentance, and that there is forgiveness and there is healing. And that's really. a beautiful promise. And then in the end, we know that God's way, it's the way. It will it's be the victorious. way to go. There's no there's yep. no doubt. So yep. Perfection,
0: unending joy. Once we enter into the new garden as perfected humans, no more will sin be uh, a stumbling block. These attempts by
1: uh, any government, much less the Canadian uh, government, to uh, crush and design God's original intention yep.
0: Yep. will be thwarted absolutely they that's cannot true. be victorious yep. that's right what happens so, to the wicked nations and the proud nations in yeah. the scriptures and throughout history
2: it never ends well yeah
0: god tells the same story over and over again
1: yeah amen so actually this this uh this topic brings up an exciting guest that we're going to be having in the future pete you've mm-hmm. been setting that up i'm i'm real excited for that
2: yeah yeah me too we're we're having one of the um one of the gentlemen on staff with Pure Life Ministries, um, come on, and uh, he does he does their podcast for them, and uh, we're real excited about that. And uh, yeah, so tune back in, and uh, we we look forward to that for sure in a couple of weeks here.
1: Amen. So just in uh, closing here, we want to encourage all of you as believers to specifically have these Canadian pastors and churches and counselors. And even just parents mm-hmm. who want to raise their children up in godly homes, mm-hmm. teaching them biblical um, the biblical truths of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Be in prayer for them. Mm -hmm. Lift them up in prayer that they would Mm -hmm. have courage and boldness and a willingness to even suffer for Christ. And I think that's super important. That's what we are uh, doing what we can here on Shadowcast Radio to make that public announcement showing our support for them. Mm -hmm. And so uh, join us again. We
2: appreciate it. And uh, we love all of you. And God bless. God bless. Send us a message at feedback at shadowcastradio.com.
0: Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.
2: Check us out at
1: shadowcastradio.com.